Welcome to another edition of Inner Dominatrix. And today I have a very special guest, Mark Mawinney. And Mark allowed me to be a guest on his podcast show a little while ago. And I just really wanted to bring him in as a guest today and to look at a, you know, a different version of how people show up and really stand in their power. So welcome, Mark. I'm so excited to have you on my show. And I'd love for you to tell the listeners just a little bit about you. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dana. Actually, you were on a summit of mine as well, so yeah, I've had that's you great. on a few different things. Yeah, so I'm glad. Uh, thanks for the invite. A little bit about me, I guess, the Cliff's Notes version. I'm a coach, and <laughs> I, I'm a business coach who helps other coaches, which always gets people kind of scratching their heads and say, what the heck, you know, coach who coaches coaches. But <laughs> for lack of a better term, that's what we've got. That's a niche that I focus on because coaches want to help people and they're doing something good, but a lot of them don't know how to get those people through the door. And that's what I help them with. Mm -hmm. And my past life, which we'll probably touch on, usually comes up in interviews, was in real estate for many years throughout my 20s and into my 30s. So my background is real estate, having much more fun now coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And, you know, as I said, I've been watching you for a while and I'll let the listeners in on a little secret. I kind of, you know, stalk Mark and watch what he posts. <laughs> it gives me ideas of things to, you know, spin off for topics as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, I know we have the common piece of having gone through a bankruptcy with a business. Mm. But what I really wanted to get the listeners to understand for you was this piece of how you have transitioned into a space of being willing to, you know, let people have whatever opinions they're going to have of you. And you don't let that slow you down or stop you at all. Tell me a little bit about that journey. How did you get to that space? Well, the background would be the the closure you're referring to. I've actually had two business closures in my life. So that's um, not, not to compete over that and say, oh, I got you beat, Dana. But <laughs> basically I had a, a run of about a decade of just nothing went wrong. You know, I was building my real estate business starting at 21 and it just was up, up, up and no stumbles. I mean, it was a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. I was working 80, hundred hour weeks, but it was just no stumbles for the amount of deals that I was doing. And then my real estate team and later my brokers, we were doing it was just incredible. And then all of a sudden 2009 hit and that's when the shit hit the fan. So 2009, everything changed because for many years, I remember a fellow agent said something to me once. He said, Mark, for the amount of deals that you do, he said, I've never heard a bad thing about you, which is incredible. And I remember kind of puffing my chest out and say, oh, that's cool, you know, or whatever, because we all want to be liked. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Now, I'm sure that people had said bad things about me, but it was behind closed doors and it wasn't to the extent that it would become after business closures and controversies and stuff. So I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, everybody likes me or whatever. And then 2009 hit and it went the opposite direction where there were a lot of people just running me down. You know, I had the local media attacking me and some of my ex-employees and just a lot of people throwing shit at me, right? So it was a completely different thing. And it, it took a period of adjusting there because, like I said, we all want to be liked. But uh, all of a sudden I went from being well liked to, you know, public enemy number one mm -hmm. in a lot of people's eyes. But that was a blessing as well back then, because really that thickened my skin quite a bit, you know, and it showed me that, hey, the world's not, you know, this utopian place where everybody's going to love you all the time. In fact, most people are pricks and <laughs> concerned about themselves. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade. Absolutely. Um, you know, 
people are greedy. They want money. They want stuff for themselves and no, they're not out there for just to help you, you know, and, and it sounds cynical, but I think it's true. And that was really the beginning of where my attitude changed. And now I have a very close circle of people I trust and defend to the end of time. And, and I always support, but I am definitely have changed my opinion towards people in a lot of ways there and stuff. So lots of people that I've connected with like yourself and people through coaching and, and stuff that I love and they're great. But then I realize that not everybody's the same out there and that's okay. That's life. Yeah. And it is good to be aware that, you know, there are people who are, who are just assholes and they're always going to be assholes. <laughs> and then there's the people who are generally good. And then occasionally they become an asshole every now and then. I know I, I can slip into that. So, hmm. Right. But you know, it's, we it's all gonna, can, yeah. yeah, we all can. And you know, to, but to not take it personally, I know you've mentioned in the group a few times that the book, uh, was it thick face, black heart or face black heart. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and a great way to, you know, get that mindset shifting around, but like you say, just, you know, realizing that people are going to be who they are, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the books that I follow, I love the think and grow rich type books and, you know, you got Dale Carnegie, you know, how to win friends, influence people. And there's some great books, but I've found, especially in, in the last couple of years that my taste has gone towards harder edge books, like thick face, black heart which um, people should check out if they haven't read it. It's kind of a combination between thinking, thinking, grow rich and the art of war. And then um, Ben Settle's got a great book and it's, you're going to hear the title and think, Oh my God, what are you recommending my people read? But it's called <laughs> persuasion secrets of the world's most charismatic and influential villains. And that was Ben Settle. So I had Ben on my show on natural born coaches and I got to follow his stuff and, I became a subscriber for his print newsletter and just got to know him and talk to him and stuff like that. And I probably veer more towards Ben's view of the world, which is that realistic, you know, probably cynical, jaded version, more so than the woo-woo, you know, the universe is love and everybody <laughs> wants to hold hands, sing kumbaya and dance around in a circle, and throw flowers at each other and stuff. You know, I just, I go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot of people that would like the world to be that kumbaya kind of thing, but yeah, even the kumbaya people are not very kumbaya. I've been in those groups and um, there's a lot of nastiness even within the Oh, the life is great. And then underneath, they're stabbing you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm just not that type of guy. You know, it's not to knock the woo-woo people. But, you know, you see people online that are like, oh, my God, I saw a cloud today and it's shaped like a heart. And that's the universe <laughs> telling me that, you know, it's going to be on my side today. Or, you know, I saw a butterfly and that was my grandmother who passed away. 10 years ago, I'm sure of it. She's become a butterfly to watch over me today. And I'm like, oh man, come on. Um, no. No, we <laughs> could digress it down a whole path with this topic <laughs> for a while. Well, I'm just I'm very, as you know, from being in, in the Facebook group, anyone wants to check it out. It's coachingjungle.com. We'll get you there. It'll forward. Yeah. But I'm just very open and honest that, hey, I'm in business. I'm in business to make a profit. Mm -hmm. I want to help people while I'm doing it, but I also want to be compensated and some people are so used to BSing that they, mm. they don't want to make it look like they're even in business, you know. So they say, hey, I'm doing this webinar and put your wallets away. You, you're not going to have to buy anything. It's out of the goodness of my heart. I would just want to give back, you know, or whatever. And it's like, come on, man, you're, not, you're doing the webinar to make sales and get yeah. clients and that's okay. But don't try to lie about it or, or put up smoke and mirrors. Just be honest. Hey, I'm in business. I'm in business to make a profit. Yeah, people people will respect you more for it. I know from my slant, you know, on the energy side of it, 
you can feel when somebody's lying, you know, even those who are not woo woo, you, you have mm. that sense that it's like, Oh, it just something doesn't quite click. It doesn't quite fit, feel right. So better off. I, you know, I'm with you. It's like, be upfront, be honest, show up authentically. And that's one of the things I really like about you. You know, you, you bring all your quirkiness, you know, when you have your daily emails, which is another great resource that you have for people, right? So the group is awesome and your daily emails are awesome. But you bring who you are, right? Your references to Star Wars and all the crazy things that you really enjoy. And it, it, people are going to think, what a nerd or what a geek. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to point out that you said Star Wars and not Star Trek. Star Trek's kind of nerdy. Star Wars is cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank goodness I got the reference right because I'm not a geek for... Well, Star- it's funny that you mentioned emails, though, because this is a perfect example of people um, coming at you. I had a couple people who were upset. I ruffled some feathers just recently at Christmas. I don't know if you if you're reading your emails on Christmas Day. I sent an email to my list, and you know most people on Christmas Day for email lists are sending out the "Here's wishing you and yours a mm-hmm. wonderful and magical." you know, Christmas and, you know, all the best to you and your family in 2017, hugs and kisses, XOXO, and, you know, all this stuff. My email that was titled Suck It Up, Buttercup, and it was, you know, <laughs> hard rich and talk about how the world is and don't expect the world to give everything, hand it to you, you got to push through and all this stuff. And I had several people email me back and said, you know, basically, hey, that was inappropriate to send this on, you know, Christmas Day. How dare you, you know, (laughs) giving unsolicited emails, marketing advice. Now, the funny thing is with a few of them had been on my list for like two years and they'd never responded to an email. And so I guess it did the trick. It got them communicating with me or whatever. But in 2016, 2017, that's how it is now. Now we're in such a, I don't know, it's a, everyone gets their feelings hurt about everything. Mm. It, it just, they're looking to be offended, I think. And something like an email, instead of just either unsubscribing or deleting the email, oh my God, Mark said, suck it up, buttercup on Christmas day. You know, he's worse than Hitler, you know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> That's how it's become, especially online. Everybody wants to be hurt and offended nowadays. So true. And, and I really see it that I think so many people are getting disconnected. You know, we have this wonderful technology, like, you know, you, you and I are, you know, great distances apart right now, but with technology, we can record this podcast together. But the thing is that we also miss the actual physical, you know, interaction on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And, and when you're face-to-face with somebody, you're not likely to say to them, oh, I think you're an asshole. Right? Like they, no. you change how you interact with somebody as opposed to hiding behind a screen. And, you know, so it's, it would be great if people start to, you know, connect and say, okay, well, if I was the other person, what would I want to hear? Right. To, to, you know, to think before yeah. you actually hit the send button. Anyway, well, the worst place to be, and, and you're not in that place with what you're talking about, which is great, is that the mushy middle. Too many people try to play it safe. They don't want to offend they put out stuff that ends up being a reheated version of Brendan Burchard's stuff or <laughs> Tony Robbins or whatever that, that version. And it's just, it's really boring, you know, and the, the world already has a Tony Robbins. It's got a Brendan Burchard and all yeah. these guys, it's got a John Maxwell it doesn't need any more of them, you know, be yourself with it. And you're going to tick off some people. You're going to annoy them. They're not going to, they probably weren't going to buy from you anyway. So who cares mm-hmm. if they unsubscribe from your email list or if they unfriend you on Facebook, I'm, I'm shocked at how many people get upset when they're unfriended on Facebook and they wonder take all day or all week. They're like, why the heck did Dana unfriend me? You know? And it's like, who cares? <laughs> Somebody in, I don't know. 
50 years ago would have been like, what the heck is this? Who cares? You know, <laughs> I can help them out. If they, if I unfriended them, it's probably that they sent me a dick pic. So yeah, well, that could be it. Or you know. press and hold this for three seconds and well, forward these years greetings of yeah. light and, and prosperity to all your friends or the world's going to end, you know, <laughs> another form of change. Well, I, I could actually say, um, full disclosure, I've never gotten a dick pic. So, um, yeah. you know, we talk about haters and stuff like that, but I yeah. haven't had, you know, penis pictures flying at me from every which direction well, and i know i forward some of mine to you because i've heard horror stories you know i have um <laughs> my, my girlfriend's uh, this is a compliment she may not come out as a compliment she it, my girlfriend's very attractive that's why I'm not the only reason i'm with her i'm with her for a lot of reasons and i've seen some of the stuff she deals with online and i'm like man i wouldn't want to be a woman online i don't think <laughs> I like being a guy. I don't have women sending, hey, here's pictures of my breasts or my vagina, you know, out of the blue. It just doesn't happen, you know? <laughs> it doesn't have quite the same, yeah, you know, no. <laughs> no, exactly. Women, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yes. So, you know, word to, the, word to the listeners, you know, don't send me dick pics because you'll get unfriended for sure. And However, you know, if you want to send pictures of breasts or vagina to me, my email address is... <laughs> <you know. laughs> there we go. I would, yeah. An open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> just going off in a completely different direction than i envisioned but you know <laughs> see this is this is it but it's you know you allow yourself to be real and be connected yeah you know what i'm a pervert so hey let's we we'll go. take it in this direction yeah. pervert and a geek. <laughs> <laughs> well no it's it must be the weird canadian sense of humor you're canadian as well i do like the joke around i mean business should be fun and yeah. not serious all the time so that has changed. I wasn't, you know, this way. Two years ago, I was more buttoned up and trying to do it the way that I thought you're supposed to do it. You can't offend anybody and you can't make any crude jokes or talk about mm -hmm. getting sent brass or anything on a podcast interview. And, and now, you know what, you have fun with it. You're, you're doing this for could be 80 hours a week or more, then you might as well have some fun with it because it's pretty depressing if you're not. Absolutely. You know, I have a theory that when you're having fun, you actually are more magnetic to your ideal client. And hmm. I wonder, you know, now that you've kind of, you let, have let loose in the last little while, you've unbuttoned the shirt, have you noticed that your client has increased, like your client load and whatnot? The type of client, well, the client load has, I've gotten more clients. That's probably part of it is all the efforts I put in three or four years starting ago, starting coaching are now paying off. But also it's the type of clients and the results are better. So the type of clients that I'm getting and it's the type I work with are ones that could take a joke. You know, you and I are joking around in this interview. So if I'm working with someone and they get offended because I say the word crap or something like that or BS, it, there have been people offended on my email list. So you're into energy and you, you got all that stuff going on, but you wouldn't say, Mark, you said BS in the third line of this email and it's not connecting with me energetically. Can you please, you know, put a filter on it or clean, wash your mouth out with it, you know? Well, that would be really hypocritical because I say worse. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm not dropping f bombs every second word or anything like that. I just write and shoot videos and things like I would talk in real life. You know, so yeah. friends and family and stuff say, "Yeah, you're the ones that read my email say that's the way you talk in real life." So, I just think you want to be be real. So, perfect example. Do you remember Tony Robbins' new documentary came out on mm -hmm. Netflix? Yeah. I am not your group. So yeah. it, that was one where every second word, Tony was dropping the F, 
you know, it was like if he was trying to get into the Guinness Book of World Records for the most person <laughs> in a 90-minute documentary. Well, what happened after that, I noticed on my social media feeds, because I got a lot of coaches in there and stuff, everybody was, was cursing like sailors. Hey, you effing pricks, go after yourselves if you don't go after your effing dream. You know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. like that. And it came across kind of fake and phony, you know, like because I know these people don't talk like that normally. And it almost became cool to not swear. I was going to, you know, really clean up my language because <laughs> if everybody else is swearing, I'll be like talking like I'm a school teacher or something like that. But it came across a little silly. So I don't know. I probably fall in the middle. You know, I don't. Yeah, I have salty language and swear sometimes stuff. But I'm also not dropping the F-bomb all the time, 100 times in an interview or something. So just be yourself. Talk like you'd normally talk. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same rule that applies in so many things. I'm thinking of it's like the rules of, of dating. You know, you show up as you because you want the person to like who you are. And so if you're not presenting yourself to the world as who you authentically are, then when they get into your coaching sessions, they'd be like, uh, who's this person? Because that's not who I signed up for. Well, it's kind of like I'll talk from a man's point of view. If you're dating a girl and she seems sweet and kind and normal and stuff, but then you get with her and then the mask comes off a couple months <laughs> later because it, yeah, it's impossible to keep the crazy hidden, right? And it's the same way, with, <laughs> same way with women dating men that are assholes. You know, the guy may be Prince Charming for a couple dates or he can keep it going for a few weeks. But if you're with someone or eventually living with someone and stuff, and if they're Ike Turner, you're going to see that they're Ike Turner after a while, right? They can't keep that act up. So same way with business is, you know, just be yourself because that's going to eventually come through at some point, or you're not going to really be gelling with uh, the way you could be because you have to put on this phony fake type yeah. thing. And it's, that's exhausting. I wouldn't want to do that. So I, I laugh when you see courses, how to be authentic and how to be you and stuff. You know, <laughs> pay me five, $5,000. I'll show you how to be authentic, you know, we're doing a workshop and it's like, really shouldn't be that hard to be authentic, but no. who am I? To, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe people have become so lost that they need a compass to get back to it. Who knows? That's right. Yeah. I suspect that there's a lot of those that are BS, but I'm sure that there's some that have definitely have value, but uh, it is a little silly to have somebody walk you through being you, you you know, especially if I don't know you. (laughs) Awesome. So what would you say, you know, if you've got people who have been really working on say the emotional side and the mindset side, where would you steer them for getting started in taking action? Like if they're getting into coaching stuff and they want to be strategic about their actions. Well, the first thing is don't be too strategic because then you tend to overthink it and overplan it. So I think that's a problem a lot of people have is um, a lot of people that come to me when they first come to me are perfectionists or Mm. there's a perfectionist streak in them. And I warn them like we really have to get around this or this isn't going to work out well because I've had people before it's taken four months to do a lead magnet, simple free resource that should take an afternoon, you know, tops to do it. And they just, they really overthink things. And it's not me trying to be mean or make them feel bad, but I've said to people before, maybe this isn't for you because you're just going to get run over if you have to, if you're that much of a perfectionist and you have to overthink things and play it out in your head. So I always say, get something out there. You want it to be good. You don't want it to be garbage, but if it's a seven or eight, get it out into the world, then you can look at improving it. But don't shoot for a 10 out of 10 because first of all, that's unattainable anyways. Nothing's perfect, mm-hmm. but you're just going to drive yourself crazy and then you're never going to 
you're never going to get out into the battlefield. I say in business, that's where all the good stuff is. Like you got to get out in the battlefield and you'll probably get some limbs uh, shot off and figuratively, um, <laughs> not literally, but too many entrepreneurs. I see it with coaches and other entrepreneurs are hiding down in that trench, right? They got their head down mm-hmm. and they're fighting their seat. Let's wheeze by overhead, but they're not getting out into the battlefield. And then they're not going to, nothing's going to happen. They're just, they're not getting out there to take action. So that would be my first recommendation. Yeah. And I love that you shared in the group recently about how your first lead magnet, it wasn't really, you know, throw something out there. But you still got people signing up for it. Yeah. So it's because I don't expect people were following me back then because I'm sure eight people got that lead magnet and my mom was probably one and, you know, <laughs> my friend from high school or whatever. But if you weren't one of the eight people that downloaded my, my free resource back then, it was uh, five books that every entrepreneur should read. And it was just a really short little paragraph in the book. So I think it was Think and Grow Rich and a couple other ones like that, those well-known type books. And it wasn't anything fancy, but Actually, it ended up after a while getting more and more people requesting it and it ended up doing, it it did its job, you know, and then I improved on my lead magnets and every six months or so I update it and change things around with something else, you know, to offer. Right now I've got my ebook up there. It's 35 page ebook, you know, for coaches. So don't, don't overthink it. It took me literally an hour to do that first lead magnet. And, and that's such a great advice, you know, get, just get in there and get some of it going because that's where, you know, then in actually doing the action, you start to develop the muscle and then you figure out mm. how you want to improve it. But sometimes until you take some action, you have no idea how to improve it and go better than that. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't feel real if you're not out there. You get yeah. really frustrated. Once you're out there, it feels like a real business. And then that's when you're going to start getting stuff going on. Yeah. I, I know I've, I've always had the model for a while is just do it wrong. I yeah things and I'm, I'm like, Oh, just, okay, I'll just try it. And I, I throw it out there. And a lot of times I'm wrong. A lot of times people are like, Ooh, that's really crappy. And the feedback is not what I wanted. I'm like, okay, fine. Try something different. And yeah, throw it out. And I, you know, keep tweaking it. And that's, you know, that's why I'm able to find things that actually work because I keep doing things that are wrong. Well, you'll never know. So it's almost like throwing spaghetti at the wall. You got to see yeah. what's going to stick. And I've thrown a ton of spaghetti at the wall over the years. And, you know, luckily enough that it's stuck, you know, and then I bang my head against that same wall <laughs> enough times. <laughs> but uh, what's that Winston Churchill quote about uh, maintaining your enthusiasm? I don't have it in front of me, but the paraphrase, he basically said, whatever the quote was, was talk about the importance of going from failure to failure while maintaining enthusiasm, which is really tricky to do. But once you've mastered that, then you can make it as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Uh, The movie, I mentioned it in the coaching jungle group. I can't remember if you commented on it or not, but I recently watched the movie joy. Joy? Yeah. You copied that off me. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, oh, I think you said that you just sent an email or post or something. Yeah. I had that posted out for a while. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I should have put it. I'll have to change it with an asterisk. We've watched it the night before, and, cool. and that's where I, that's where I get a lot of my content ideas. If we're watching something in pop culture, movies, TV, or whatever, and I think Joy should be required watching for any oh, entrepreneurs. Fabulous you know what she went? Movie. Yeah, yeah, fabulous movie. It's just it so speaks to. I mean, she just was beaten down, but she kept going. Oh my gosh! Yeah, between her family, we're crazy and yeah. doing all this stuff. 
and she was just putting her future on the line. She would be going, had no money, but would go to Dallas and go to California to confront people that were screwing her over. And yeah, yeah it's uh, quite a story. Yeah. It, yeah, definitely recommended by both of us. Watch the movie Joy. It's awesome. 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 It's a great feel good movie, but it's also some really great lessons from a mindset perspective and a business perspective to just keep mm. going, keep digging in. Right. The other show that you and I have in common, you introduced me to Billions, which mm. fabulous episode. I love the the main char- well one of the main characters Wendy. She's just such a great example of you know what coaching can do for people, and what yes. coaching does for people over a long period of time. Because of course, oh shoot, who's the billionaire? Oh, Bobby Axelrod. <laughs> I'm so proud yeah. of this. Ax. <laughs> Ax. Um, so she had been coaching him for years and continued to. So, you know, that long-term relationship with somebody is where you can really, you know, you just get in there and you can just do a five-minute tweak and really change their universe. So Yeah, and she was really well paid for it. I mean, she, you could see, I won't, I'm trying not to give spoilers. I hate spoilers, but basically anyone who watches that first season, can tell how important she is to his company. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a financial company on and uh, stuff, and she's worth a lot to to him. So, and there's actually a couple examples of coaching right in there where she coaches the traders on the floor. So yeah. that's an awesome. That's a very motivating uh, show. So I like. I don't watch a lot of series. I don't do binge watching often, but if I do, it's nice if you get one that's actually motivating. Yeah. Cool. So what what would you like to leave? the audience with? Is there any other nuggets, tools, tricks that you want to share? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> we, we covered a lot of ground in some weird ways, but good ways. <laughs> I, I think the thing is just to reinforce what I mentioned about taking action, you know, from before is don't give yourself busy work, like tweaking the banner on your website and, and, uh, or working on your business cards or, working on a flyer, doing things that really don't matter. You know, it makes you feel busy. So you feel better that way, but it's Mm -hmm. not really moving the needle when it comes to getting clients or getting revenue for your business, which is the name of the game. So for 2017, get out there and make more mistakes, but definitely take action, you know, and I get the feeling that action, it's such a buzzword. You hear it so often, right? On Facebook and in social media, kind of, you tend to start to ignore it because you're hearing it so often. But mm. I think action and consistency are probably the two biggest traits that have helped me along. Mm. Not enough to take action if it's only going to be a day or two <laughs> or you put up one post wherever and then actually yeah. it didn't work and you quit. You also have to be consistent with it, but it does add up over time. It's like compounding and you get, it gets rolling. So definitely don't be afraid to take action, but then stay consistent once you get the ball rolling. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought up that consistency point. Cause that was the other thing that I think you, you really highlight that and you live it. And I've really admired that. So what you did with your podcast, which is natural born coaches, uh, you did daily episodes in the first, what was the first two years? Uh, well, the first, 300 episodes roughly I think it was daily and now we're up to like episodes almost 500 as we record this so yeah it was uh, I got a shudder down my spine when you mentioned daily I just got thinking back (laughs) all that (laughs) but but you know what happened is once I got to a point where I got enough episodes in there and stuff and my business was really booming I had to make a decision do I keep churning out daily podcasts at the risk of um, hurting my efforts with clients and not Mm -hmm. be able to do as much there 
or mm-hmm. go the other way. I had to make a decision. Okay. Am I going to really hammer it with the business and stuff? And that's, what's paying the bills, not, you know, turning out podcast after podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a, a podcast and same thing with the daily emails. I started that in April of 2015. Before that, I just did kind of weekly or, you know, an email here and there and just didn't get much results from that at all. And then changed it to daily. But in all those cases, I always say, okay, I'm going to keep doing consistent action. I'm not going to look at how much money is being made. You know, I'm going to make this much from it right away or I'm quitting. I just I'm going to stick with it. I know it'll work if I stick with it long enough. And, and it has, luckily, it, that's how it's played out. Yeah. And I love that because you, you really are owning that. You've been consistent with your podcast. You've been consistent with your daily emails. And I watch you in, um, in the coaching jungle, the Facebook group mm-hmm. there. You are posting Every day, several times a day, actually, yeah. something going on. And you're commenting on people's posts and you're engaging, you're active. So you're mm. showing up and showing up and um, kudos. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. And you are as well. So I'm glad to see it. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've been kind of plugging you all the way along, but maybe we should do a little shout out for your um, digital program, the first five clients. Right. Well, I have a, a program called Your First Five Clients. So you can go to yourfirstfiveclients.com. You can either spell out five or go numerically. And uh, that's designed. It, I, it really could be called your next five clients as well, because it's not just for new coaches. It could be if the coach wants a fresh start or to give their business a boost. And um, yeah, that's a eight module program. It's been going well since we brought it in. And doing that there's a facebook group that's coachingjungle.com or best place to find me naturalborncoaches.com it's a central hub fantastic yeah and i'll you know give you a little plug i have purchased that program and it's very yes. content rich it's it's so not what you're supposed to say is i've made 1.2 million dollars in the first um, two weeks of using it yeah that would require me to actually finish the program so yeah. <laughs> you know, letting me admit to that <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah but the content you've you've done a great job with it i'm i'm really impressed i, I have no problem recommending that to people because i think it's a great resource for coaches getting started well, we need an affiliate link for you. There's a transparency. Everyone's in business. Dana, Absolutely. you're in business. So you can get yeah. an affiliate link put on the show notes page. For sure. That's a great idea. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Mark. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Well, thank you. Fabulous. And enjoy the rest of the winter weather today. <laughs> Will do. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. <laughs>